0: Blog Talk Radio. Uh,
1: music was supposed to start. Hold on, let me see if I can turn that thing on. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to Frights of the Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody. I started this back in uh, two years ago, 2013, and we really haven't touched on it as much as I uh, wanted to, so I'm bringing it back. Uh, This is a new year, and uh, everybody has been so excited for this show to come back. Uh, So with my uh, first two guests I've got here, two of them are filmmakers I've known for a while now, and, uh, you know, I met Ray... Actually, back in what was it, uh, 2012, Ray?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, that was called uh,
0: Blood on the Beach.
1: Um, Blood on the Beach, yep. Or Blood on the Beach at the time that it was yes. uh, that we met. I think that was the first one. And uh, and Lewis is my co-writer for a, lo- a bunch of my projects and stuff. And Ray and I have talked before about working on things. So I thought, who better? To have as Lewis, Leslie, and Ray Wade. How are you guys doing tonight?
0: Good. Crickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ready to talk. I think, yeah, you guys are both like wondering which one's going to say something first, right?
0: <laughs> right, right. All right.
1: How well, very, uh, how very respectful of both of us. L- <laughs> This is how we're gonna run the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the moderator doing most of the questions. Um I will direct them to each uh you know, filmmaker and I will also answer the questions as well. Uh to the best of all of our abilities. So um first of all, at what age did you realize you wanted to be a filmmaker? Lewis.
2: Oh my goodness. How's it going everybody? Oh man. So really I started out Oh man, I started out um, kind of drawing like as an artist and then I worked my way into music and then short stories. So I wasn't, I had always loved movies and dissected them and whatnot, but I didn't really know that I wanted to be a filmmaker probably until maybe about a decade ago. I kind of got involved with an indie production uh, and helped out on the, on you know, behind the scenes and then I kind of just got, I got a fever for it.
0: All right. Great. Uh well, uh first off, thank you for having me on the show. Great to meet you, Lewis. Um You too, right? Like like Lewis, uh i I started out drawing when I was young. Uh I would do portraitures of my sisters and uh all all kinds of stuff and got into advanced art classes. Um but also like lewis i didn't realize i had always thought about getting into filmmaking i always wanted to be a part of star wars and you know some, some of those great films that were made back in the late 70s early 80s i thought how cool it would be to you know be a part of a project like that but i never really took it seriously until um it was probably 2010 when uh, an associate of mine, Cody Knotts, came to me with uh, a film prospect as he had four Lucifer's Unholy Desire. And uh, I, you know, just figured I'd be helping a friend out. I invested a, a little bit of money into that. And next thing you know, th- four films later, here I am still making films. So
1: <laughs> That's good. That's about, well,
0: that's about the gist of it.
1: I guess, you know, unlike both of you guys, I never got into drawing.
0: <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> draw okay. worth
1: crap, um, you know, but uh, I respect it. Um, however, I, I got into it through acting in through theater and through um, writing as well. Uh, I started writing uh, at the age of 13, I think it was. I wrote like a, a sitcom that sucked. It was called Joey before there was actually a Joey. But uh it was about a guy that worked in a uh you know, office. And I'm thirteen years old and I'm writing a, a a sitcom about a kid who worked or a guy who works in an office. I knew nothing about it. But uh my sister thought it was the funniest bad thing I guess and she printed it for Indie uh magazine. And so that was my first published work. You know. Um, <laughs> but aside from that I uh, then, you know, obviously nineteen twenty I started fiddling around with uh mini D cameras and then uh, nineteen twenty, that always... was a long time ago. You were alive <laughs> yeah, in 19... the year nineteen twenty? Yes, nineteen twenty. Uh age nineteen twenty. Uh nineteen or twenty. Oh. Uh I okay. was doing that. Yeah, let me clarify that 'cause that'd be that's a little crazy. <laughs> um but yeah, then I ended up uh uh getting into it uh like maybe later in life, um like really like actually getting people together and making making stuff in two thousand and nine and uh and yes, I've been around from nineteen twenty to two thousand and nine it's crazy, but that's impressive <laughs> <laughs> yep all right, uh, my next question uh and I'm gonna start with because he's alphabetically uh you know in alphabetical that's order. True. Uh, which of these is your favorite and why, writing, producing, or directing?
2: Uh, writing, of course. Um, I actually started out writing, and I've been doing that for quite a while, maybe 13 or 14 years, um, screenplay writing, and I've been you know, studying it more seriously here in recent years. Um, I just like being in charge of, you know, creating the characters and the world and, and the story and everything. And then, of course, directing is also a lot of fun because you finally get to see it come to life and everything, and you get to basically destroy everything that you spent so long writing. But really, writing is still the most fun for me, and that's what I do the most of. Even though I have made two features and a dozen shorts, and I'm working on more stuff right now, that um, I've actually directed that many things, but I still... I've written way more than that, and I write all the time. It's just... You know, it's just the best creative outlet that I've found. All right. Ray? Uh,
0: Well, uh, I've spent a little time in front of the camera as an actor. I've spent a little time as crew. Um, I've been trying to write a script. Uh, I have, like, uh, I think maybe 20 or 30 pages of it so far. I'm not much on the performing or the creative side of things. Uh, my my passion, of course, is producing. I, I'm the type that loves putting things together. When I was younger, I would take apart VCRs, multiple VCRs, put them together into one, um, you know, like to have three VCRs that don't work. Take the parts and, you know, rearrange them and everything and get a working one. So producing... Kind of came naturally to me, um I like the idea that i I thrive off of uh finding the the performers and finding the writers and finding the crew and and getting together the the prop makers and all that stuff um i mean i I live and breathe it every minute of the day I'm making phone calls i'm doing research online um, i I don't know it's just it seemed like a natural fit for me to go with producing. Uh, I don't quite have the confidence for the acting. I definitely don't have the uh, creative yet analytical mind to do the writing. I wouldn't mind trying directing, uh, but I I have a lot of respect, especially for the writers, the directors, the actors, because those guys, what I do, um, it's all behind the scenes. You know, um, and, and most of it's pre production uh, and post production. During the production, it's all, you know, crew, director, cast. Um, so I, I'm not much of the limelight. I, I like to stand back in the shadow and just look back on the end product and say, you know what, I was a big part of creating that. So even if it wasn't the writing.
1: I, I, like, I'm kind of a, I'm more I guess with Lewis on on writing. Writing probably would be my favorite thing, of all of it, uh, because I can just sit anywhere and I can write, and uh, you know I can be alone. I can do everything. I mean, aside from getting notes or anything, it's pretty much the easiest. You don't even have to wear pants. Kind of thing to me. You <laughs> don't have to wear pants. You can go completely nude and nobody would know or care. You know. It's like uh, yeah, but, there, might be uh, difficulties. yeah like, there might be difficulties you're producing and you're going nude yeah,
0: yeah. You're writing, <laughs> I don't think people would like that too much
1: yeah I don't know I, I, I'd I never heard of that uh, being uh, you know being something somebody's ever tried to do and I, I don't suggest it um, to anybody but uh, you know for me it was it was originally acting so I kind of brought I'm bringing acting into the thing since you brought that up Acting is really was originally my passion when I was younger uh, it became writing, and then when I discovered that I could direct my own stuff, it became a little bit directing when I did producing i i don't I don't really even though I've been told I'm really good at producing, which means I'm just really good at like you said right getting people together and forming you know the crew and everything like that. I'm pretty good at like Networking and meeting people and doing that stuff and, and mm-hmm. forming these relationships, but I don't like it because it's just no. to me. It's it's not as much fun, right? What do you think? That's Lewis? the part that
2: that's the part you do because you have to, and no one else will do it for you.
1: <laughs> right. That's exactly. why I got into is because
2: I, is because anytime I tried to have someone else produce, they dropped the ball. So you kind of just need to do it yourself. And it's like a necessity that has to be done if you want to get to the point of directing a film. You've got to put it together. Exactly. And other other than that, it's it's okay, but it's definitely not where I l- would like to it's, live.
1: It's the most to me. It's the most stressful part of the business. Yeah. I'm and, glad and there's Ray, people who enjoy I mean, it though. I yeah, I know Ray. I'm I, you know you probably have just made a lot of directors eyes just light up going, oh, we're, we can find our next producer right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, know, Jonathan, so enjoy... Jonathan, and I, Jonathan and I have been able to do that, but we don't really necessarily like to do that.
1: So if you want to take over for a lot of our projects, we're okay with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hired.
1: Ray, are you still there? Um, oh, my God. Guessing not? Did we lose Ray? Well, let me see if... Uh... I haven't been tricking me. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we did lose him, but we got him back. Ray. Yeah. Ray, you hung up okay, on us. Okay, we got you back.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ray, we drove you away. Did we drive you away,
0: sir? <laughs> no, it, I got dropped somehow, but I, I heard what you guys were saying. Um, oh, that's why I thought you hung up. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we thought, oh, no, he's uh, <laughs> he's scared of us. But
0: yeah. I, I agree with you, Jonathan. I mean, people have always told me I am I am so business business minded. Um, in the past, I have started several other businesses. I, I like taking an idea and bringing it to fruition into a, a business aspect. Um, now, see, I have lucked out. I managed to uh, back in high school. I befriended a, a gentleman by the name of Charles Barbin, and uh, he's kind of the polar opposite of me. He loves writing and drawing and and fantasy and, and all that stuff, putting characters together. So he's put something together, and since he and I are grade school friends, he kind of like placed it in my lap and said, you know, here it is. What can you do with it? Um, and I've managed to take his single idea I've got uh one film cast, I got another film I'm looking for a writer for hint hint um've got uh, <laughs> I've got some merchandise lined up i I've been talking to sales agents and stuff, so I mean what I'm doing, I love to do. You set me in front of a writer's pad and nope like I said, I've got a script that had thirty pages for the last year, so <laughs> I have lots of respect for you I- writers.
1: Well, our next uh question up on air is um now, uh it's something because I know this is something I've been talking about on my own stuff, so I wanted to bring it up but um, have you ever been so frustrated with the industry that you had that you had thought you wanted to quit, and if so, what uh sparked your passion back for it? Louis?
2: uh twice a day and three times on holidays." <laughs> 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 I I cannot necessarily explain what drives me, but for some reason I have this crazy tenacity that I just refuse to fail and mm-hmm. every time I think that something that I've made or something that I'm working on is possibly not the greatest I somehow, you know, dig deep and I and I try to find ways to make it better and I try to find – and I try to believe that if you create something that's good enough that it will find an audience, um, you know, it is frustrating because you don't have really the financial resources and you don't have the connections, so you just kind of hope that you make something good enough and and meet the right people that somebody will see it and like it. Uh, And I'm still at that point after basically five years of directing – Uh, two features. I've worked with Peter Mayhew, who was Chewbacca in Star Wars. I directed him in a movie. I worked with Bill O'Burst Jr., who was an Emmy award-winning actor in a movie, and tons of other people, and I still have not found any sort of financial success, but, I mean, that's not why I do it in the first place. Otherwise, I would have definitely given up by now. I do it because I feel like I have to. Like, it, it gets out something inside of me that there's no other creative outlet that can, you know, satisfy that need and I just feel like I have to keep doing it. And so, of course, I I study as much as I can, and I try to get better, uh, and I try to get feedback, you know, and and see if I'm going in the right direction. And and ultimately, you just have to believe in yourself, and you have to believe that the drive was put inside you for a reason. You, You know, you can't just be, you know, thinking that you're spinning your wheels. You've got to believe that you're going somewhere, and if you just keep telling yourself that, then you'll be fine. And and just keep telling yourself that the end result is not to become famous. The end result is to be able to make movies, which is what you want to do. And guess what? You're already doing it. So you are already successful.
0: Okay, Ray? Uh, well, I I agree with Lewis on the fact that it's, you know, twice a day and three times on the holiday. Because, <laughs> yeah, it is very, it is a very frustrating industry to get into, Um and, and it seems like it doesn't matter what position within the industry you're in. Um, I hear actors getting frustrated. I hear writers getting frustrated because their screens aren't getting optioned out. Um, you know, I hear so many people, FX people, uh, makeup effects artists, being frustrated, um, whether it's because something happened on set or, you know, something happened with a particular filmmaker or the financing. There's just so much to frustrate every position in this industry. Um, but like Lewis said, I, I think it's not so much about making making the big score. Of course, ultimately, that's what we all want. Um, it's not about being famous, but it is about making a piece of art. It's about having an idea, putting it together, seeing it through to completion, and being able to look back and say you know what i that that's me that's what i did um, right. that feeling of accomplishment yeah. now what yeah. what pushes me what drives and motivates me especially in those situations um going back to charles barbon once again um the, this intellectual property that he's come up with i i i see so many Hollywood big flicks being green made and this, that and the other, and even a lot of indie flicks are the same tired story of some serial killer going nuts, killing all these teenagers and everything. But what Charles Barbin has given me, um is very unique, um and and I don't want to give away too much about it. Um but I've not seen anybody do anything quite like this. I've seen a few things get close, um, like Twilight, Underworld, um, you know, th- there's there's a few things, um, but the idea of getting this project, this one big project and, and all of its facets, um, it's what's driving me. I, I, like you said, Lewis, I have to see this through. I have to do this. Um, this needs to be done. This needs to be shown to people what could be done with this, um, I, I would like to think that it ends up opening up a doorway to so many other productions and, and artists. Um, but I also want to remain humble and, you know, <laughs> so, but that that's, I mean, you either have the drive or you don't. You know, um, I recently seen a buddy of mine who's a filmmaker and, and he recently quit and got a full-time job and it's, you know, I I admire the fact that he needs to pay his... You know, even if you have to put it on the back burner for a while, don't give it up, you know. It's just don't quit.
1: Well said. Um, and for me, the reason I brought it up was because uh, back in 2010, I went through, like, you know, my first stint of, like, short films and stuff, and um, I just got, I guess, so frustrated with the industry, you know, Period. Um, I just, at one point, just wanted to, like, you know, I just wanted to give it up and everything. And uh, what sparked my my love for it back was making another film, like, for somebody else. And seeing the that it can be done on an independent level with a lot of fun and with people who really just love to do it, have a passion to do it. Because... I was, at that time that I decided I wanted to quit, I was working with people who were just doing it because it was paying their bills, you know. Mm-hmm. And they say they have the passion for it. They say they have the drive for it. But it felt like they were just doing it because that that was how they paid their bills. And I got tired. I, I did not enjoy, like, working with people like that. My joy is working with people who are very... Uh, passionate and love this industry no matter what, just like you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just that that to me was, the, and that, that's what sparked me back into it, is that there are people like that out there, you know? They're both, you know? There are people that right. seem to be, you know, what do you guys think about that?
2: I think what we've all kind of come to is that whether it's a story that you create, like Jonathan or I writing it, or the a story that Ray finds and it just really speaks to him, I think what it boils down to is when you find stories that you feel like you have to tell, that is when you get excited, and that is when you push forward.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, what are your guys' pros and cons for social media and in the independent filmmaking world? Cool. Lewis.
2: Good question. So far, the pros are um networking, So you can find out either about local networking events wherever you're located, um, and also you can get in contact with, you know, everybody, actors, crew members, whatever. Um, Definitely a pro. You can promote your work, even if it annoys people sometimes. Um, (laughs) But usually if you surround yourself with artists, I mean, they're doing the same thing, so everybody's okay with it. Um, But really, so, so mostly the networking. Like, for example, I... Uh, I live in Denver, and I've you know made enough films for a few years now that I really I don't even hold acting auditions for the most part unless I just come across someone new and exciting. I pretty much have a a choice of so many different actors and different crew members that I kind of just you know handpick. Oh, I think this person's good for this role, or oh, is this person available for this schedule? And if it all works out, you know, it just seems like it's made actually putting together a cast and crew so much easier. Um, the negative is is just, it's insanely time consuming. I kind of feel like I'm on there all the time and, you know, you just kind of feel weird sometimes if all you're doing is talking about your own projects. If you know what I mean, I just feel like, Oh, good. Here's me, you know, and I don't really care. I don't, I'm not a me, me, me kind of person. I just, but you still want to get your stuff out there. You want to find an audience so you can continue to make stories, you know? And, and to me that. I think it's easier now than ever to do that because of social networking.
1: Yep.
2: And what are the cons? Uh, uh the cons are sometimes I feel like I'm annoying to people and it's also time consuming.
1: All right, right.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree as far as uh the networking and, and the marketing uh because mm-hmm. if it weren't for social media I wouldn't even be in this industry. Um Uh, when I was contacted by Cody Knotts, it was through Facebook. Um, Mm -hmm. We were acquainted... I was acquainted with Cody Knotts because of his prior uh, uh, endeavors in the state of Pennsylvania. But it was by being connected with him on Facebook that he originally uh, approached me about being involved in, in his films and eventually his business, his company. Um. It's only because of social networking that I've been able to connect with the actors that that I have cast. And and like you said, Lewis, I hmm. really don't hold auditions. I have acquired a network of performers that when somebody like Charles Barban has a project and and he tells me, he came to me with an idea. And uh, I told him to describe or give me an Internet picture of somebody he could see in the role of a specific character. So he finds a picture on Google. He sends it to me. I knew off the top of my head that the the, the perfect actress who looked like the picture he gave me was Michelle Shields. So I contacted Michelle, and I gave her the idea, and, you know, she she gave her blessings. So it, it's the pros, yeah, definitely the marketing, the, the networking, um Being able to get, it gives you a voice to get your information out there, you know. Uh, Before, it would have required door-to-door knocking, you know. Uh, You couldn't get into it without knowing somebody. Well, now, with social media, we can know somebody. Um, The cons, um, I I haven't experienced much of the, the, you know, feeling bad about promoting myself for my own work. Uh, what I find is number one of cons is that it, give, it does give everybody a voice, which means every troll, every hater out there, you know, you put out a short that you mm-hmm. did for $1,000 and, you know, it's a 20 minute short, whatever and now you've got all these people talking bad about it because the camera quality isn't that great or the lighting isn't that great. It's like, well, you know what? You take a $1000 and see what you can do. Uh, yep. So, you know, social media has really opened the door for for trolling and hate speech, um just just being an outright pain in the rear end to a filmmaker or or an actor or actress. Um And also, I find that uh, social media, what you say on social media can really damage you or the production you're attached to. Um, You know, if you have an actor attached to one of your projects and they're constantly bad-mouthing people and and calling them names and stuff on their social media, it doesn't look good for your flick and can actually, you know, hurt your film. Mm -hmm. Um, so, in one sense, the pros are it gives all of us a voice, and it allows us, it allows us to speak that voice loudly. But on the con con, it gives everyone a voice and allows them to speak loudly. So yeah, it's a double edged sword. Yeah.
1: I will totally agree with that. Um, I think that, I, and I know Louis, you you talked uh, to me personally about. Uh, a situation of, like, you know, announcing a film and then all of a sudden you have, like, 80 people that want to help you out, which is great. Or it can also be kind of annoying. Except that it's always the people that you don't want. It's always <laughs> the exactly. people that you don't
2: want. If I say, hey, guys, I'm looking for a sound guy for next weekend, I get 14 actors that email me, hey, I'm, I want to be in it. And I'm like, that's not mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Thank you. Maybe next time, you know. It's just kind of mm-hmm. it is kind of annoying. I mean, I understand the enthusiasm and I appreciate everybody wanting to be involved. But if you ask for something specifically and then everybody else bounces out of the woodwork, it it does get like kind of tiresome.
1: Mm-hmm. it just told me we have ninety. Well, we had ninety seconds. We have about a minute left at the show. Um,
2: Let's keep this going. I rolling. don't
1: know whether <laughs> I think it's going to cut us off. It doesn't do that on my care. other show. I'm going to have to yell at them, you know. Um, but anyway, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. If people want to check you guys out, they can check you on Facebook, right, and mm-hmm. different uh, social media outlets and everything. Troll it up. Uh, Troll it up. Sorry. Sorry we have to end quickly. I didn't think this would happen. So otherwise, I want you know. Get ready for the trolls. Uh, the back...
2: Get ready for the trolls, Jonathan.
1: I know. Everybody's going to be so mad. And like <laughs> I thought, this was longer than thirty minutes. My God, that's thirty right, minutes. It goes well, quick. Yeah, it does definitely. All right, well, thank you guys so much for calling in. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody. Just ten seconds. Let's see if it cuts us all off and just says goodbye, like it does later. We
2: were our sponsors,
1: Maybelline. Who oh. is our sponsor? Oh, well,
2: Head and Shoulders.
1: <laughs> Revlon. Yeah, <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
2: it's all going into hair I care can... and beauty products for some reason.
1: Apparently, it hasn't kicked us off. So, but it's yes, still, I... it's not streaming live. It is just
2: we are the champions. doing that.
1: Did you guys hear it say ten seconds, or is it just me? I haven't I heard anything. Okay, okay. I think I was talking. it was literally giving me a countdown of how long, much longer, and I don't like that. <laughs> I can still hear
2: you, so I'm good.
1: Yeah. Well, every yeah, it usually kicks the people off until like uh, forty. I'll answer a couple it, more. Now. I'll
2: answer a couple more questions if you guys want.
1: Okay. Well, uh, that was really all I was having left. I just wanted to ask you guys one last uh, thing of like uh, you know. Uh, what do you guys have coming up that you guys want to promote? Lewis? This is the part that gets cut off. <laughs> 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 We're going to have to listen to the, arch- <laughs> the
2: archives. All right. Mm. Here goes. What do I have coming up? So I shot my second feature. Um, it's called Feast or Famine. It's a psychological drama. Um, it's really cool, and it has Bill O'Burst Jr. Um who is in Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies as Abraham Lincoln, and he's an Emmy winner, and we flew him out to um, this mountain town in Colorado for, for a week, and, and we shot up there for a few weeks, and it was a lot of fun, and it's really like, you know, we shot on the red one, so it looks kind of beautiful. Uh, it's it's kind of my crowning achievement to this point as far as um, I finally got to tell a really good story that I wanted to tell, uh, and it finally looks really good, and the acting was all fantastic, and I'm really excited for that to come out. Um, and also... Um, so next up, I take a step backwards and do a no-budget horror movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I'm that I'm currently writing uh, because I was asked by one of my favorite special effects guys. Um, he had a, he had an idea for a story and he's like, well, go make a movie. And of course, who am I to say no to making a movie? I I can't say no to it. So uh, I'm working on that right now and I've already started trying to cast and crew up a little bit because we want to shoot it in a couple of months. It's going to be real quick and dirty, but you know it's kind of that style of movie anyway. So it should be really exciting. Uh, it, it it doesn't have a title yet, but it's about, um, a group of girls who, um, are part of this, they go to this meeting for battered women, uh, and then one of them kind of suggests that they should maybe kill off their exes and videotape it, and so they start doing that, and of course there's some twists and turns along the way, but, you know, it should be pretty interesting, because it's going to have a little bit of found footage whenever they're videotaping the kills, but primarily it's still going to be shot, you know, in the standard way, um. And that should be fun. You know, it's all female-driven and a bunch of girl killers. That should be pretty pretty fun to shoot, I'm thinking. Awesome. And uh, one more thing, sorry. Mm -hmm. One more thing is I also did write a um, a feature script um, for Bill Oberst, Jr., uh, based on one of his ideas where he plays an exorcist. uh, And he's supposed to be, he read it and really liked it, and he's supposed to be getting back to me, I think, by the end of February. And we're going to try to hammer out the script a little bit more and then see where we can go from there. So that's pretty exciting, too. Nice. All right, Ray. And I'm still trying to find distribution for my first movie, Killer Inc. It's a grandhouse horror movie and it's got Peter Mayhew in it.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, um, I am, well, let's see. Personally, I am producing, uh, uh, I am in, I guess you could say, the de- late stage of development, early pre production of a film called Feeding on Fear. <laughs> It is the first of a series of films all umbrellaed under uh a brand called The Breed. Um the The Breed is basically anything that um anything you, you dream or have had a nightmare about or have heard stories about, um basically think of Grimm's fairy tales meets supernatural, meets American horror story, meets uh you know any anything else uh if it's werewolf vampire shapeshifter mind bender they all exist in the same world um, but uh first of is uh feeding on fear uh guest starring David Delarocco from Boondock Saints and uh right. Lynn Lowry from the crazies uh it's got an all star indie cast um from all over the country. Uh, second film in the line is uh called The Midnight Carnival, uh with Michelle Shields, uh Jason Crow and two yet to be named guest stars, um, yet to be released. Um it takes place at a carnival. Um then we uh this spring or summer uh we're hoping to shoot a uh this this is exclusive information. I haven't told anybody about this yet, so Oh, wow. Um we are going to be shooting a television uh pitch pilot episode. I've uh, been in talks with a uh a major network station about doing a television series based off of the the breed. Um so we're going to be Thank shooting you. the first pilot of that this spring or summer. Um and if all works out right, hopefully we get, you know, uh, an order for multiple episodes um but uh that's going to be based off of one of the characters from the Midnight Carnival feature film. So it's kind of like a TV show uh the the film shows the origin story where the TV show picks up after the origins. So even though the you know it, we're not sure about the order in which we're going to do it whether the TV show will be a Uh, post-quill or whatever you want to call it, you know. So, it's just whatever we happen to finish, um, like I said, so many things are in so many different stages, and it all wraps up together, which makes this such a difficult thing to produce, um, because the stories cross over, the characters cross over, but the crossover of merchandise, you know, I'm looking at, marketing energy drinks and action figures and comic books and there is a video game in development. Um, just doing so much for one project, it's not like I can say, oh, you know, I, I've got a film that I'd like you to invest a, a hundred grand in. No, I've got a big big Marvel Universe type thing that I need somebody to invest $60 mil in. <laughs> but, you know, so it's all a process. All right. I, I want All I got. I want what? Lewis. I want you to let me know when you get that uh, urban legend thing in post. Oh yeah. Me and Jonathan are both doing that. Yeah. You You guys both got to let me know when that That's ready. I I want in. I want to see that.
1: Right. Well, you want to see it?
0: Okay. Yeah. You want to?
1: If you want to produce it, we're still looking for producers. <laughs> so, just letting you know. Hey, we'll,
0: We'll we'll talk about that. i seen what you hey, did with... Hey, we're still uh, on the
2: air, Jonathan. Jonathan, we're still on the air. Come on, man. Send the guy an email. Uh, hey, you know, I mean, I... <laughs> hey, I, I...
0: What is it? I'm
1: not Hey, uh, we were bashful. all thinking it. We were all, we were all I, thinking it.
0: <laughs> thinking about asking <afternoon. laughs> them. Yeah, i I seen what you did with... Uh, what was it? Uh, slumber Party?
1: Mm-hmm. With
0: uh, Jackie Hall and, and all them? I mean, I, I love that. Yep. I mean, I actually, after watching that film of yours, uh, that was why I went after Jackie Hall and Sierra Holmes, both to be in Feeding on Fear. It's because i I seen yeah. their performance in your film. Oh, uh, thank
1: you. Uh, I think famous. they both did a wonderful job.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but they always do a wonderful job,
0: you know. Yeah, um, I, I love anyway, that, She's a sweetheart. <laughs>
1: Yep. So I've got I've got Urban Legends to Die For, obviously, as uh, one of the upcoming projects we're working on. It's uh and I for. are also got like what? How many projects do you have? Like a ton of them together. We're, we um, don't like to we... talk about Fight
2: Club. What?
1: <laughs> Did you say Fight Club? <laughs>
2: yeah, I said we don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs>
1: You're the only one talking hey, about hey, Fight hey, Club. Hey, hey,
2: first rule. First role. Yep.
1: <laughs> Jonathan
2: Moody's big project is Dracula's War, because he, for some reason, doesn't want to talk about it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Dracula's film. War. No.
2: <laughs> it's a feature film that we co-wrote, and it's his, and, it's his uh, baby.
1: And I will be directing and uh, acting, in and, and uh, so we're really excited about that. And uh, we also got the Invited, that uh, web series that we did the first pilot for, With uh, Jackie, that she uh, did the story for, so that was a lot of fun. And we've got, um, uh, I've got a bunch of other, I've got like twelve projects in development. Uh, It's just like whichever one comes first, I guess, you know. So, uh, yep. Any other producers and investors want to come out and help us out? Just hit us up. Um, Well, Johnson, who do you?
0: Who do you have uh, cast in Dracula's War? I I know uh, uh, Stroh's in that.
1: Stroh's in it, yep. So is Melantha Blackthorne, Andrew Roth, Roberto Lombardi, it's Dracula. Um, Let's see, I've got Billy Blair, uh, Marilyn Gigalotti from Clerks. Um, Oh, got. That's a nice uh, cast there. Oh yeah, tons of people. It's Over like forty something. Don't don't talk to Lewis about the <laughs> how
2: many <laughs>
1: characters are in the movie. Hey, we
2: don't always agree on everything, and that's okay.
1: <laughs> he's like, I want to kill these people off. I'm like, no, <laughs> you got to stay for the sequel. And he's like, Shut up! I'm like 70, I'm
2: 75 characters cannot live through this entire script. Somebody has to die. Wow. He sent me a script
1: once where he just destroyed all these different characters. Yep. <laughs> he just them, cut them out and I was like, nope. He was like, yeah." it. Yep. <laughs> it, was, I, it was pretty yeah. funny. That's all right. uh, That That's why he's not A, a director of it and he's not a producer <laughs> of it because he, his head would just explode. <laughs> you know? It's pretty, uh, it's pretty scary but figure. it's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, it's the new, the it's newest really cool. draft that we did is probably one of my favorite like scripts yeah. that I've ever or had a part in like doing. It's amazing, and uh, so you know, so far everybody's been loving it. So, um, well, I like all I, the promo think, shots. I've been saying, yeah, <laughs> we were trying to wait for the uh, trailer, but there's been a lot of setbacks with uh, releasing the trailer yet. Um, Stro kept. Uh, talking about it, and I kept telling him, no, don't, <laughs> right now, because <laughs> we just don't know what's, because, you know, I have an editor, and he's he gets busy, and, you know, he's not able, you know, that kind of thing,
0: so, hey, we're just... just be glad you, just be glad you have a cast that is willing to uh, promote the work, though. Uh, I see a lot of uh, cast members attached to stuff where they don't promote the stuff they're in, it's...
1: Oh God! I forgot. I don't want to. Ryan's in it too, and I love her to death. So I do I, not want to forget her name.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: and yeah, so I won't work with a cast well. member.
0: Yeah, I won't work with a cast member that doesn't promote. You know, no, you're uh, it, it's, it's my job, but
1: it's also their job too.
2: Well, you have to yes. at this Hi, level, and why wouldn't you? Because it benefits everyone.
1: Right. Exactly. All right. And, well, and it's it, about you know, to if, end it, it, for us. So, um, I guess, uh, how can people reach you guys? Um, I have
2: a website. I have a website. It's lewislesleyfilms.com. It's pretty hard to remember. So, if you know how to spell my name, lewislesleyfilms.com, go check it out. I got a bunch of my shorts on there and a couple of trailers. So, it's pretty cool. Go to
0: lewislesleyfilms.com. All right Back to you, uh, Well. Um, I have a. All my websites are in the middle of being redesigned, but uh, you can find me at uh, my main website is Wade Enterprises LLC.com or on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com slash Ray Wade or Twitter at tw- uh, Ray Wade Jr. So.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, yes, everybody follow Frights of the Roundtable on Twitter uh and like us on facebook uh we're out there um if you guys need to find it, just um just searching right to the round table on Facebook, and I think you can also search it for uh uh Twitter too, so thank you guys so much for coming on the show and everything. It was a wonderful- uh first show back uh next uh on Thursday, I'll be back i've got uh so far I've got chris la martina chris uh our notarilly and um chuck norfolk all coming on the show so it's gonna be three guys it's gonna be crazy um uh, mm. <laughs> but uh I'm I'm looking forward to keeping this show going and everything and bringing it back. Um and thank you guys for being part of it. Yeah thanks, thanks, thanks for, for having, having, having me on. Yeah. Alright have a good night guys. Thanks Enjoy you much. too all right. Bye. Goodbye.